Welcome to So You Think That Was Good Do You, a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan, and as always, I'm joined by Johnny, and we're also joined by Harry this week. I've already fucked it. <laughs> oh, how Keep are you it doing, in. boys? <laughs> I've got to now, haven't I? Like, I did the Some same motherfuckers thing are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> That's a good reference, mate. Thank you. Oh, you boys, good. Yeah, mate, I'm wicked. Fucking jacked. I'm so buzzed for this. It was when we said that we were gonna do it. I've been looking forward to watching it, and yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna spoil my thoughts just yet. But it was definitely a watch, and I definitely watched it. <laughs> That's good. Isn't good? It? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm not that excited. <laughs> it's nice to have the full spectrum here. <laughs> well, this week we watched Blade 1998, starring Wesley Snipes, some other people, and Chris Christopherson. Whoa, you're right, Johnny, this was a watch. I was also looking forward to it, but um, I don't think I was quite prepared for how much Blade we were gonna get. <laughs> Two hours of Blade. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The time-wise, we were just saying off air that off air before pod pre-pod that <laughs> every time I took notes, I would pause it, and only one minute had passed. <laughs> it was, it's, and it felt like an eternity. Although, yeah, it, it one hundred and fifty-nine left of these, mate. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's not how many minutes there are in two hours. <laughs> Nearly. Got 119 left of these. (laughs) (laughs) I'd never seen Blade. What was the first time you never seen Blade? I've never seen any of the films you talk about on here, unless they're pig based. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've seen the first one the least out of the three. It was like my one of my go tos as an adolescent. But it was a yeah. I think I watched Trinity probably the most, and then the second one. Trinity is sick. And Blade Two is sick, but um, yeah, the first one, Blade One. Let's not no spoilers, Johnny. (laughs) It was a jumping off point for sure. It is certainly the first Blade movie, (laughs) and let's get in to the plot synopsis of this: the first inaugural Blade movie. A half mortal, half immortal, is out to avenge his mother's death and rid the world of vampires. The modern-day technology-advanced vampires he is going after are in search of a special blood type needed to summon an evil god who plays a key role in their plan to execute the human race. I did not read that weird. There is not a single iota of punctuation in that second paragraph. Whoever wrote that was on coke. You did say technologically. 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 How do you say that? Technologically. Technologically, oh my god. That needs some punctuation in that word. <laughs> Let's break this up. Chuck a hyphen in. Technologically. Oh lord. Oh, why do I do myself? Oh. Why do you do yourself? I don't know. Why do I do this to myself? I don't know why I do myself either. God damn it. Why? Right, well, I, I can't even remember what that plot synopsis was, and we're just going to skip over it. When you listen to that, just know it was bad. <laughs> oh, well, 
Let's begin the movie as I always do at the beginning of the movie. It's 1967. <laughs> a woman is rushed into the hospital with a horrible neck wound. She's also pregnant and she is giving birth to the baby as she is also dying. We're to assume that she does die. The baby is blade. The movie does not tell us how far we jump ahead. We go from 1967 till now, whenever mm, that is. Timeless, and, 98. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, presumably. And now we cut to a, a woman taking a just a very horny man to a club beneath a meat factory. Why that's not a red flag to this dude, I don't know. But he goes <laughs> down there. There's a sick opening. This is such a good opening Mate. scene to this movie. It's iconic. Yeah. The song playing is amazing yeah boy a bit of fucking hardcore techno going on the dj spinning it is called bad boy bill (laughs) (laughs) uncredited but i found it (laughs) a lot of searching i was like i bet that's someone good because he's wearing like the uh the lights on his glasses like orbital do but I thought maybe that's one of the guys from Orbital. No, no, it's a uh, bad boy Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still going? <laughs> I've no idea. I've never fucking heard of him. Well, I hope you're still doing bits, bad boy Bill. Uh, the song is UT1 Dot by Polygon Window or... Vi- what is the song and what is the artist? Yeah. I don't know, but there you go. You can Google that. Um, <laughs> this guy thinks he's in for a really good fucking time. Like, everyone looks minced. Um <laughs> But they're all giving him like the cold eyes and they're pushing him about. He's clearly yeah. not welcome here. He's like a fucking human pinball in this room. Everybody's yeah. just pushing him to someone else and going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I've been to a club, not with the vampires, but a club similar to that in Vibe in Berlin. And I was nearly as distressed. It was about four in the morning. <laughs> about four in the morning because they don't open until like one. And I was so fucking tired and it was just strobe lights and smoke and lots of people like rhythmically fucking rocking like zombies. It was, it was a vibe, but yeah, no it blood. Sounds yeah. horrible. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think the blood would have made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, blood starts raining from the sprinklers. Uh, everybody starts showing their vampire teeth and proper hissing at this guy. He's pushed to the floor. They just start beating on him for yeah. no reason. Nobody <laughs> takes a bite. They're just kicking the shit out of him for being human and being here. Before this, though, blood drips onto his hand. Yeah. His first reaction is to lick it. <laughs> I was going to say, with the worst case scenario there, blood. Best case scenario, a leaky pipe in a meat factory. Yeah. <laughs> It's coming from the sprinklers. The water that is in sprinklers sits there for years. Yeah. Blood's probably the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's fresh. It's not coagulated, I suppose. <laughs> this poor guy, bless him. He thought he was just going to get lucky and go to a techno rave. No, she ditches him straight away. It's, yeah. so, it's actually quite sad. Yeah. I was like, this poor dude. <laughs> we do get shots of a guy getting noshed off. Oh, we do. Yeah, that's Quinn. That's Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Um, not the normal type of sucking you'd associate with vampires. Am I right? <laughs> mm, nice. <Yeah>. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where Blade makes his sick and iconic entrance into the yeah. club. Everybody looks at him. Everybody knows who he is because he's been killing vampires, presumably forever. Mm. Um, since 1967 at least yeah, yeah, yeah. as a baby 
<laughs> until now. Um, there's a showdown between Blade and Quinn, the guy who was just getting noshed off, uh, and his henchmen. They all have guns, but for some reason they decide to go hand-to-hand with him, even though he has a sword, so obviously he kills them And all. he's Blade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it looks like that no one's under false pretenses on who this man is you hear them whispering saying it's blade it's him it's the Daywalker," and they're like nah fuck it i can take him no, if it wasn't blade and a guy walked into a packed room in a black leather trench coat all black glasses on yeah you you'd leave anyway well You're yeah you think it was him. a shooter that guy's just about to get fucked up no well, one dresses well. like that. It'd be a school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one dresses like that unless they fucking mean business. No, because it's not a good look. So no. you've got to be really bold to put it on. Yeah, just quickly, I'd like to... I know we're going back a bit, but when the blood all sprays, all the people in the club are now covered in blood. Blade yeah. aside, if they were just having their normal rave day, what happens at the end of the night when they're all just covered in blood? They have to go home covered in blood. They lick it up, mate. But they, do they yeah. bring a spare change of clothes? Is have they got a cloakroom? <laughs> They've all got to groom each other like cats before they can leave. Yeah, it's just a, it's just like the equivalent of us being sprayed with food, like milk or something. Well, this is why the vampire council later on are angry because yeah, Deacon is not like subtle at all. No. He's inviting all the vampires in. I I think this is New York. No, it's New Orleans. New Orleans. It's not. Okay. It's not objective. It's not said in the thing. But later on, she holds out a map of New Orleans. Okay. Right. Oh. Okay. So still a packed place. All the vampires are there. Yeah. It isn't very discreet. I suppose it's below a meat factory, but that's somewhere where you wouldn't usually get a lot of foot traffic. No. So it is going to draw. And also, on. not if you're going to work dressed in rave gear, you're probably dressed inappropriately. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got to yeah. come in a white coat yeah. and then take it off yeah. and make it inside. One of those Bring your own white butchers coat. hats. Yeah. <laughs> Hair in a fucking net. <laughs> oh. That's how they leave. They just put on their butcher clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> just 300 butchers. <laughs> oh, we've just put in a hard shift chopping up this. <laughs> Cow. Yeah. <laughs> Just the one cow, actually. <laughs> well, Blade fucks everybody up. He's killing vampires left and right. It's sick, but goo, it's aged a bit, the CGI in this. The, the skeleton yeah. sort of things that the vampires become when they're killed. I didn't think that looked so bad, comparative to the later parts of the film. I thought yep. for 1998, although The Matrix came out the next year, and that gives you a bit of like something to aim for, but they they punt, they developed new fucking software for that, so that's like a different league. But I think it wasn't horrible in these short bits. It's when it was prolonged, mm. like um, the blood stuff later. Yeah, the blood oh, stuff yeah. later. Yeah. Like it awesome. really, really looked terrible. But I thought the bits where they were like being vaporized into ash or whatever, it could have been a lot, lot worse. Yeah, for a twenty-five-year-old sure. film, yeah. I was. I wasn't impressed, but it, it was fine. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Blade. Now uh, he's also beat up Quinn, who's like a sort of semi antagonist throughout all of this, mm. and he sets him on fire for a change because he usually just chops a bit off. But he doesn't kill him. 
Like the no. police arrive and Blade sort of just fucks off and leaves a crispy Quinn a crispy on the floor. boy. I, yeah. I did think that Wesley Snipes, his he was picked mainly for this role. It was between him, Denzel and someone else, but the director really wanted him. But he's apparently been trained in martial arts since he was like 12. He's like fifth and black belt in karate and he does capoeira and fucking kung fu and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So all of like the martial arts stuff I'd like to think is actually pretty good. But he's like a big lover of um, like the Hong Kong kung fu film like scene like uh all of that kind of shit so i think he took a lot of that sort of fighting style and put it into this film and you can actually see it i don't know if you've watched many of them but um yeah it's very very reminiscent of that sort of fighting style i thought it looked fucking sick the fight choreography in this was amazing Mm. excellent even that final showdown between him and deacon yeah could have been awful but it was really exciting yeah so when the police the police turn up they uh to a now dead rave Mm. they were so like unbothered by what they walked in on all the blood yeah Yeah. all the blood there's a guy on fire he just really casually says oh put him out would (laughs) you also the dude who was gonna get eaten just sat on the floor like crying he now has to explain to the police what happened here as if they're gonna fucking believe him that man's getting sent straight to a psych ward well in the vampire universe, that's probably the best place for him. Yeah. And that. also, that guy is the only one that Blade checks the neck of before yeah. just not killing him instantly. <laughs> so it's lucky for him. He's already had a bad night. Well, to be fair, everyone else was like, I'm going to fucking rip your head off. And then he just kicks him in the face. So it's, uh... <laughs> This is the only guy that didn't know me. He yeah. must be human. Yeah. <laughs> um, well... Like you said, Quinn, Crispy Boy, is taken to the morgue. He's not finished off by Blade. Uh, they sort of do like an analysis on his body. Karen, who works there, she's about to become a, one of the main characters. She's a hematologist. Yes. So she's like, she takes a look at the blood. It's a bit weird. Uh, they start to perform an autopsy on the body. But whilst they're doing that, Quinn comes back to life. Immediately fucks up the guy who's working with Karen. Mm. Uh, it's really brutal. Yeah. And she... She get away. He does bite her, doesn't he? Yes, obviously. He, yeah, he bites her. Things of the movie. She does not react at all to this charred corpse sitting up. Uh, not enough. No. No. <laughs> no. As far as they're concerned, this is a dead man. Yeah, <laughs> and she she's so nonplussed by it. She's no, that's not the right word. No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's so nonplussed by it. She just sort of mocks it. <laughs> Hang on, this isn't right. You're meant Hang to be you- dead, mate. Not just even that down. much of a reaction. No, she just like <laughs> it's like your co-worker's telling you a story, and you have to go, hmm, yeah. She does. <laughs> mm, when yeah, the corpse is sat up, <laughs> <laughs> when it all like spills out into the corridor, apparently um, Quinn fell over um, during filming, and he fell face first onto the hard floor and completely dislodged his jaw. <laughs> We've all been there, haven't we? He'd broken it, like apparently he'd broken it in accidents, uh, in an accident years like prior, um, and like opening his mouth too wide can just unhinge it. <laughs> but so when they were filming in this hospital, they had to rush to a real hospital, saying there's a guy dressed <laughs> as a third degree burn victim, essentially naked, running with his jaw hanging down. <laughs> Don't worry, it's just the jaw. 
<laughs> Horrible. Mate, imagine that working in the fucking A&E that day. You'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Someone's bringing out a vat of pseudo-creme. Yeah. No, we don't need that. I bet the fucking uh, A&E department cleared out pretty rapid. Yeah. They were like, oh, he goes first. Don't yeah. worry. You know what? I, I can wait to see, have this broken arm scene too. That's fine. <laughs> he needs it more. <laughs> well, Blade does show up now to, to finish off Quinn. Uh, quite right, since he did a terrible fucking job of it at the club. Um, but two security guards show up, and instead of shooting at this monstrosity <laughs> wriggling about in the hallway, biting people, they shoot at Blade. <laughs> he says, Motherfucker, are you out of your damn mind? <laughs> Which and they just dash. So like, good. Fuck this. <laughs> like, the, the dialogue isn't good in the sense of, like, People talking to each other no. being good, but just the one-liners Blade That's, says, yeah. I love. Mm. It's so good. Those, yeah, like you I it's very, I mean, it's a comic book adaptation. I don't know if you've read the comics. I did a little bit when I was younger. Nerd. And it was very, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it was very reminiscent of that, like that that sort of, because it's like a, an adult comic in many ways. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of that in it. And yeah, it's, you can... They they clearly looked at the source material a lot writing the script, but the in between dialogue is pretty shit. But <laughs> and there's a lot of it. Let's oh, get to yes. it. <laughs> yeah. So the security guards are shooting at him. He's got he's kind of like pinned between the window and them. He yeah. doesn't really know what to do. He does seem to be bulletproof. His body armor are hitting him. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Some should be hitting his head. Yes. <laughs> but, are they? Sec- but they're not. <laughs> are they security guards? I thought they were police. They're hospital security. They have armed police in America. Everybody's in, in, the, in the hospital. That's mad. Yeah, well, it is mad. But that's not for as another mad show. As what Blade is about to do. At the hospital I work in, hospital security is just like three or four fat men. <laughs> have you ever had a third degree burn victim come in with his jaw hanging off? Uh, not to my department, no. <laughs> you work in records, so that would be misplaced. <laughs> well, Blade's solution is to throw a woman who's losing blood rapidly across, out of the window, across the street, and onto a separate rooftop. Uh, not onto anything other than a, ta- a top like that's just covering some barrels. Yeah. Uh, she obviously dislocates her shoulder. That She's lucky just to get away with that. Uh Blade is just doing an awful job at being a hero. Yeah. He's not killed anyone he's meant to kill, and he's doing a really poor job of saving someone. Yeah. He killed about 400 vampires in the club. Nameless ones. The first guy that's got a bloody name he can't deal with. They're just ravers. 400 party goers. <laughs> butchers. 400 butchers. <laughs> Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> Blade brings Karen back to Whistler. Oh no, sorry, Ev. Before this, um, so they're on the other rooftop. Yeah. Uh, Crispy boy, instead of jumping across, just jumps down. He smashes through the lid of an ambulance. Yeah. yeah. An ambulance leaving the hospital. With someone in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? What? Tell me how that happens. Unless she looked like she was in a bad way as well. She might be getting transferred, to be fair, which makes that yeah, a less funny hospital. point. <laughs> <But> still... <laughs> Let's not bring in hospital logistics. Let's point out the funny bits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Blade brings uh, Karen back to Whistler uh, because obviously she's infected mm. and Whistler has like a, a sort of quasi-cure that can be administered before the disease spreads too much. And he gives her 50-50 on whether or not she'll make it through the night. Mm. But, but she does. You know what she in- he injects her with? Garlic. Garlic. A lot of garlic. A lot of garlic, movie. which, I mean, I guess if that's what kills the vampire illness like virus or whatever that kind of makes sense but introducing pure garlic into the bloodstream can't be good right oh, i don't know that's a lot of acidity is pretty good it yeah. is good but <laughs> we're not making a pizza then, here mate it's someone's fucking <laughs> no word of a lie garlic goes in every single one of my meals True. and i assume it does for a lot of people yeah. so how many people realistically can really be termed <laughs> i am Imagine that. they fight someone who's like a chef who's just been making like loads of garlic bread not even a chef me <laughs> and they bite him and die <laughs> there are no vampires in france yeah. <laughs> too many men with garlic around the neck <laughs> surely that's the ultimate deterrent just smear yourself in garlic sure you smell weird but they won't come near you You'd smell great. Smell weird. No, yeah, garlic <laughs> in food, yes, but a man who smells of garlic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Tasty. Do you want to come to a club with me? <laughs> Let me just rub this clove on myself. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm a butcher. <laughs> well, now we get. Um, it's a vampire boardroom meeting. That's just what it is. All the head vampires from all the pure blood families. Uh, they're all gathering together. Basically to shout at Deacon, who owns this nightclub we've been talking about. He's mm. the main bad guy in this movie. Mm. Uh, for, for having no discretion. They're all annoyed that he's kind of blowing up vampires, you know, into the public view. When oh, we also learn that the vampires have a sort of secret treaty with humans. to just take what they need and yeah. sort of stay out of the way. And the pure blood vampires don't want to mess with that sort of status quo. Mm. Which I think... As an idea, is quite cool that the that I mean, they say later on that they're integrated into society and stuff, and you'll have seen them without knowing and all this kind of stuff. But if they're fucking everywhere, how many are there? Because I still reckon if the the general populace knew that there were vampires, we would, could just wipe them out. Yeah, we wouldn't be happy. Would we? There'd be more than one blade for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, there are people about now who just want to like gather guns and weapons for the chance that there might be an apocalypse yeah. if people knew there was definitely vampires there would be people, people hunting every night it would the be police like, couldn't do anything i feel like the grand high was it the inquisitor back in the witch times <laughs> it's a vampire show me your fangs does he sink or swim smear him in garlic if he doesn't like it kill him who does Give like him some it, of Ellen's cooking <laughs> Eat this risotto. Will he live? Will he die? <laughs> <laughs> he lived, but he frowned. I mean, the point is, it's secret, right? It's the politicians yeah, know about the vampires, but the public don't. It's like it. It's like real life with aliens, basically. Yeah, man. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the it's a bit of a sidebar? But have you seen the stuff going on in Congress at the moment in the states? Hmm. It's like the first proper open discussion that they're having in Congress about like high-ranking military officials and senators and stuff like this, giving all this information to this, uh, the Senate and stuff. It's cool. It's it's 
What, about aliens? It's about, they're not calling them aliens. It's non-human intelligences. Yeah, and there's a lot of very important things being said about UFOs now where, I mean, hopefully in the next sort of five years we might actually have some answers because something weird's going on <laughs> oh, i'd just rather be in the dark i can't deal would with you? aliens oh, mate, well. I'd love yeah. to. yeah mate you if they wanted to kill us they would have done by now no i don't mean that i just mean i don't need to know any more stuff <laughs> there's enough in my brain as it is yeah <laughs> i can't even figure out not to put garlic in every meal just out of muscle memory i do think about all the alien herbs think about aliens yeah oh no Space garlic? God damn it! <laughs> Sorry, bit of a tangent there, but no, I love happened. it. Well, Blade is inspired very much by this conversation because he pops off to like a herbal medicine oh, shop. Now. Sorry, sorry, Ev. <laughs> um, in the meeting, so I've just realised how shit this is. <laughs> no, say it. <laughs> We're introduced to Deacon. You know how you can tell he's cool? Frosted tips. Oh, no, I don't think he's got frosted tips. No, I don't think he does either. <laughs> he does gel them. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, so that's quite about cool. It. Yeah, Budget that's... Chris Pine, am I right? <laughs> no, he's got a leather jacket and he smokes. Yeah, yeah. Cool as but fuck. Cool guy, like the camel. Um, <laughs> Joe, <advert>. camel. <laughs> Joe Camel. Joe <laughs> Camel. Hang on, how do we know he was cool? Because he's got a leather jacket and he smokes. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. I thought you were going to say because his last name is Frost. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was for the shit how, uh, You know how we know he's cool, yeah? <laughs> how, Harry? How? <laughs> his last name's Frost. Excellent. Blade goes to a herbal medicine shop. <laughs> reason well he's going to pick up his serum because he takes this serum so he doesn't want to drink blood yeah it sort of uh stops that hunger but he's just shot up a nightclub where he was maybe seen mm. he's just been to a hospital where he was definitely seen yep he's wearing the exact same outfit that he wears <laughs> the entirety of the movie and it's broad daylight on clearly like just a high street he's not people exactly. are walking past People know who this guy yeah, is. Yeah, he's not exactly undercover, is he? No. He's dressed as himself. <laughs> he's dressed as a he's cool a guy. guy in a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. But no one else Joe is dressed Camel. like that. He catched the eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not incognito at the moment, is he? Not it's a... not, he's not being a Never. sneaky boy. But they, they, this, they say that he's building up a resistance to the serum at this point, which is yes. a, a plot point that comes back in later. It's important for later. Stay tuned, listeners. Mm. <laughs> please stay tuned yeah, for the love I don't know what God. this is going to sound like so far but <laughs> please there's something here yeah. <laughs> well now we're back over at their sort of base their makeshift base which is in a garage that Whistler just probably owned. oh I'm going to get to that later Karen wakes up uh, after being administered this medicine uh, and she's eavesdropping on Blade and Whistler as uh, Blade is being given the serum to stop him wanting to drink blood mm. um the reason i wanted to note this scene is because after they just explained that he needs the serum whistler fills up his car uh, in front of everyone while he's talking mm. but he pours petrol all over the back of the car <laughs> yeah. and sots it in and then he lights a cigarette yeah and he, he also a wears shit, a leather jacket because yeah. he's cool <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, while he's talking to Blade... <laughs> How can they keep getting away with this? <laughs> while he's talking to Blade, he says he's done a background check on Karen, right? Sure, yeah. He lives in a fucking garage. How has he done this? I, I don't know how he does anything. He doesn't really have any skills. The movie just implies that he's the tech guy. He knows languages. Right. But he's just a biker yeah. with a shotgun. The the film cool implies biker. this. In the, he's very cool. in the comics, he's like a... Comes from a long line of vampire hunters, apparently. But in this, there's later on they say about the, the story of why he's in it. <clears> but in the comics, he's like comes from a long line of vampire hunters. Yeah, and this vampire's killed his family. Yeah. He wants revenge on all vampires. Yeah, pretty Mm. simple stuff. He's a racist. Yeah. (laughs) He's racist against vampires. (laughs) He's like the vampire Liam Neeson. (laughs) (laughs) Every night he goes out with his kosh. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case there's one around. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care which one it is. Kosh is There's a funny a, word, isn't it? It is. That's it? the only reason I remember it. Sounds yeah. like a racial slur. Not a funny story <laughs> at all. Just the word yeah. is funny. We do not condone Liam Neeson's coshing. Uh, we get a look at Blade's sword closer up in this bit oh, as well. Oh, she does, yeah. yeah she, she, she touches it. it and she sees like there's a timer thing going off and then the fucking... Luckily, she takes her hand off in time and then the anti-tamper device thing pops off and... It looked very cool. Four blades like spring out around the handle. Yeah. How does this work? Because when I, this is my first time watching it. Mm. Uh, when it this first happened, I thought, oh, it's like some DNA lock, like that one episode of South Park. No. Cartman's. This tracking. is before people thought of that. No, it's um, <laughs> if there's a switch on it, they show it later. Where you flick up a switch on the right. uh, like at where the hilt is, and then the, okay, yeah, you do that. It must be a pressure thing. So yeah, when you apply it pressure, it, it will yeah. set it off. Yeah, but you have to flick the switch to turn it off, and Deacon yeah. knows that at the end somehow. Bastard. Yeah. Uh, there's also another great line coming up. Uh, <laughs> so Whistler now tells Karen's that vampires exist. That's yeah. what, you know, as if she couldn't put that together since one just fucking ripped into her neck. Uh, and he gives Blade after this little talk the big flashlight because Blade's about to go on another mission, and mm. it's just a massive flashlight but it's a uv one yeah and this is my second favorite line in the movie uh blade says it's still heavy and then whistler says but you're so big <laughs> and then the scene just ends yeah. like that it's supposed to be anything uh, other than <laughs> just a throwaway kind of funny line i don't know I don't, that's why it's so like when... magnetic to me what what is that for <laughs> but you're so big yeah but you're so big, Mr. It's big. Not, it's not a big fucking flashlight. It is, it this is. guy is a ninja walking around trying to kill 200 vampires at a time. What he's trying to say is he doesn't want to lug around a ton. Is <laughs> uh, when she's not believing, like they're saying that vampires exist, and Blade just points out rightly, "Well, you've already met Mr. Crispy," and she's like, "Yeah, fair enough. Vampires are real." <laughs> You got me oh, there. I didn't have any reaction yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Close case. Well, they just, after telling her all this, they just send her on her way. Even though Blade just said she could be useful, they're just like, go home. You'll probably be fine. Oh, they do prep Don't her a bit. Don't worry about the... 
Uh, okay, they give her the mace, right? They, the... They, yeah, they give her the mace and they also yeah. point out what does and doesn't work. And this film added a bit to vampire lore, which wasn't before. The The directors uh, decided that crosses wouldn't work against vampires, citing, what if the vampires were Jewish? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that puts that to bed, doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> no, that doesn't work, mate. Next. Garlic. You've got right, to bring a enough. dreidel yeah. as well. Throw yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a dreidel at him. <laughs> <laughs> Although reminiscent this conversation of a brilliant scene in The Mummy where Emotep is approaching that little ratty Weasley guy mm. and he's got literally every symbol on a necklace and yeah, he just yeah, goes yeah. through them all yeah. trying to fend him off. Yeah. Little ratty weasel boy. <laughs> yeah. I could have been talking about myself, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he also tells Karen to buy a gun because if she starts getting sensitive to daylight or starts getting thirsty that a drink can't quench, uh, she's got to shoot herself. Um, again, yeah. what kind of operation is this? Like, if you think she's going to become a vampire, keep her here and kill her. Uh, just don't let her walk out into the world. Uh, but we do find out this is kind of for a reason in a sec. I'd mm. argue fucking ride it out. Being a vampire looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, go to those raids. Blade can do it. You got super strength. You got those underground techno clubs. You got immortality. Looks pretty decent. I'd rather that than shoot myself in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. The pros yeah, definitely. <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> the pros outweigh the cons, in my opinion. But all right, I'm, in many ways, I would prefer to be a vampire. <laughs> if you get a thirsty that no drink can quench it, or whatever he says. Yeah, that just sounds like anyone after they've had free beers or diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> oh god! We're now back to Deacon, and Deacon is trying to translate the ancient texts, the ancient vampire texts. It's the vampire Bible or something. Um, He's got like a computer program doing it because no vampires know what this language is. Just keep that in mind for later on. Mm. And Dragonetti, who is the <laughs> head of the Vampire Council, absolutely awful name, mm. uh, just sort of enters the room, asks what he's doing, slaps him, <laughs> and then leaves him. without an answer. <laughs> Shouts at him for not listening because he's listening to fucking music <laughs> in his headphones <laughs> like a petulant child. <laughs> My my lovely girlfriend Leash had given up on the watching Blade at this point. Uh, she was just on her phone. I thought she was on TikTok, whatever. But at this point, she turns to me and says, "That bloke who looks like a vampire, Dragonetti." Mm. Yeah. Uh, she'd IMDb'd him. He's been in three other vampire films as a vampire. He does look like a vampire. Yeah. yeah. He's pigeonholed Ooh, himself. What were they? Let, let me guess. You won't have heard of them. Okay, I will not uh, you, guess. You can guess. Nope. <laughs> it was Dracula 3000. Have you heard of that? Sounds shit. No, but it sounds great. <laughs> Shadow of the Vampire. Not seen it. Sounds I, shit. I've heard of that. Blood for Dracula. That doesn't sound like a real movie. No, that, that sounds like a need. No, but um, it just goes to show how well the casting director did on casting this man who looks like a vampire. Am I correct in thinking that he is the Nazi and bulletproof monk? I don't know. You'll have to Ooh. ask Leash. 
<laughs> a Nazi in Bullet. The main, no. the main head honcho went. Oh, we when watched he's that movie this year. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, he looks that. like he could either play a vampire or a Nazi this time. Oh. <laughs> Evan, check it and put a little ding in if Johnny's right. Okay, yeah, so the, the ding will go here if you're correct. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, I can't believe Johnny was right slash wrong. <laughs> wow, but I can't believe wrong, I was one of those things. It'll just be silent. <laughs> so, real nice and smooth transition for everyone. <laughs> Um, so Karen's being sent home uh, she goes straight back to her apartment building no concerns about you know why that might be a bad idea (laughs) and she notices two strange people getting into the lift with her and she sees tattoos on the back of her neck we learn later on that these are familiars humans that are sort of given orders by vampires with hopes of one day becoming vampires themselves but they don't follow them all the way to her room she manages to get in and she starts packing a bag but just as she's doing this, a a police officer just walks into her apartment and, you know, he seems nice. He's pretending like he's he's following up on her being missing. Because to be fair, she was yeah. kidnapped from a hospital <laughs> last night. But this guy has the least chill vibe yeah. ever. Yeah, he's quite edgy, isn't he? Yeah. For a policeman in America, a bit too friendly. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter if the door's open, you can't just cut no. him. <laughs> He's, no. She's lucky he hasn't shot her. Well, he's about to. Yeah. He, he bloody tries yeah. real quick, doesn't he? Because he, he also is a familiar. And uh, it turns out Blade used Karen as bait because he wanted to catch one of these little fuckers. <laughs> and he appears and he just beats on this guy for a solid five minutes. <laughs> he just slaps Des- him around the room. <laughs> destroying her apartment. Yeah. There is nothing for her to go back to. Does she care? Not one iota. No, no. About as much as the guy who came back to life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. at all. Starting to think this woman's just a shit actor. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've got to act really shocked when this corpse sits up, okay? <laughs> okay, got it, got it. <laughs> okay, now when your apartment's getting destroyed, look a bit annoyed. <laughs> no, I'll just keep my same face, actually. <laughs> There's a good uh, line in this bit where she's like, you use me as bait, and he just goes, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can tell this movie was written by a guy. It's it's like, what like sounds like badass dialogue. A nerdy guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get over it. Get over it. (laughs) You can tell... What is his name? How have I just forgotten? Wesley Snipes really enjoys this role, though. Yeah, he's fully committed sure. to it, and it's it but pays off for everything he does. Of all the actors that I could think of to do this role, he is like probably the number one to do it. I reckon. Oh, that's a good game, Evan. Think of someone better than Wesley Snipes. Well, unfortunately, I know who the next Blade is, and I think that's an excellent choice. Ooh. They remaking it. My bias, yes, but it's been like delayed indefinitely because the script is wank and it's only like fifty pages long at the minute. Oh, and it's a writer strike. One hundred and twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know when. And they've got to wedge moment. it into the MCU. Yeah, um, and it's fucking like, ruin it. <laughs> a sequel, kind of, to the Eternals, which people hated. That, that was movie, shit ends with like uh, the second credit scene where Jon Snow's character in that finds the sword and then you hear a voice and that's Blade and it's Mashallah Ali is that his name? Ah, he's I'm not Wesley Snipes though oh Who's he Mashallah was excellent Ali? 
Did you ever watch Luke Cage? Yeah. The Netflix one. He was um, uh, Cottonmouth in that. He, he, okay, who's Mashala Ali for someone who didn't see that? Couldn't tell you, Kent. <laughs> He's been in lots of things. You, yeah, you, you would you recognize him for sure. He's a good. He's a great actor, but Wesley Snipes, like his whole demeanor, is just like this arrogant man who's like sick at martial arts, and that is all that Blade is. Yeah, Look. he got it got to. I mean, I told you a story last week, I think, Johnny, but it got into his head by the third Blade movie because he'd like just refused to do things on set. Yeah, there was a scene where they needed him just to open his eyes, and he refused to. So they had to CGI his eyes being opened. Yeah, but he they had like big problems on set with him because they yeah. thought that they were the I don't it's Blade Trinity for those who haven't seen it, but they're it's more put on to because Ryan Reynolds is in it and uh, Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like this more collective of vampire hunters as opposed to just Blade. And apparently, he got real sour about it that it wasn't all about Blade, but. I mean, the franchise has to go somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and it's my favourite one. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, me too. Ryan Reynolds in that is... I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds anyway, but he was so fucking funny. I think that's the first film I ever saw him in. Probably me too, you know. Mm. He calls someone a cock-juggling thundercunt. All I really remember from that is that they're called the Care Bears. Yeah. Uh, and And that really is just proof that he's sense of humor hasn't really changed from that point because that feels very ryan reynolds yes yeah. and it's still just that it's very stuff deadpool now. isn't it yeah yeah that's why i love him so ryan reynolds has been in three different marvel franchises yeah pretty that's why he's so fucking rich that's why i bought a football team <laughs> quite a shit football team though not anymore mate not anymore they just beat manchester united not a full strength team, let's be honest, but that still pretty impressive. Uh, it doesn't mean anything to me either, but I <laughs> saw it the other day yeah. <laughs> and I really wanted to be involved in the football chat. <laughs> All I really know about is garlic boys. <laughs> and then it must go in every meal. You're a garlic boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blade kicks the absolute shit out of this police officer inside and then he drags him outside in broad daylight uh, in the street and continues to beat on him uh, on his car. uh, On a police car, rather. Nobody helps. Nobody calls the rest of the police. They all just let it happen. Um, Then pulls it down the police. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. And they, they check the boots. There's blood in there. Clearly he was making a delivery to some... Somewhere where there's vampires. It's to Deacon. So, yeah. yeah. They um they decide just to wait near the car for a bit until the police officer comes back. Because he doesn't call any backup. He just goes home and comes back about six hours What's he going to say, dark. though, realistically? <laughs> I mean, apart from the man who fucking shot up a hospital just attacked me. <laughs> People keep saying that the vampires own the police. Yeah. So surely there's other ones. In, it's not just this street-level police officer. Well, that's something that comes up in later films where the police come in, where Blake gets captured and he's arrested and the people interviewing him are familiars. So I think they're like, they're in all positions of power. So regardless of like what is said or done, then like he, he'll he be fine, I reckon. But unfortunately we're in the first movie. So this police officer's on his own. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wait in the car for him to come back and he does come back. Uh, and then this, this police officer doesn't notice that the car of the guy who assaulted him earlier has been following him for like 40 minutes and he takes him to a vampire safe house 
where, again, for the third time, he beats on this police officer, destroying everything in what must just be somebody's business. And there happen to be vampires living below. Uh, and eventually, uh, this guy shows him where the secret entrance it's to quite a weird the safe house is. Was it a kitchen? It was no, a club. It was like an Asian club. Yeah. With like oh, oh, schoolgirls singing in a boxing ring, oh, perhaps? God, it was so bad. The music I, was I so bad. <laughs> okay, but the secret entrance was through the kitchen, right? It was in the fridge. It was in the fridge, yeah. And it was so weird because they were still using the doors of the secret entrance as a fridge. Yeah. Because it was like lettuce in the door. <laughs> but it was just a hallway. So it's not refrigerated. So you're just buying lettuce everywhere. And once you open the door, you know it's not you a fridge. Know it's not a fridge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hallways are quite cold though. <laughs> sure. You... Do vampires eat lettuce? <laughs> you do get a fucking sick line before he goes in though where uh he says to Karen, there's worse things out tonight than vampires. And she's like, like what? And he says, like me. And then like he puts me. his sword on his back. I was like, oh, come on. The dude Again. on the door's like, do you have an in- uh, invitation? He just takes his sunglasses off, smiles, and then you see him fly through some fucking glass doors. <laughs> do you have to kick everyone, Wesley Snipes? He's causing just fucking millions of pounds yeah. in property damage. He's lucky you just went to prison for tax evasion. The insurance companies love him because yeah. premiums go up <laughs> wherever there's vampires. With blades in the city. <laughs> uh, also, uh, there are worse things out tonight than vampires like me. You are a vampire, mate. He's half He's a and half, half vampire. So humans. Do you mean yeah. <laughs> humans yeah. are out? Yeah. They are objectively yeah, worse. Yeah. There are Absolutely. things half worse than vampires out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Half of me. <laughs> if anyone wants yeah. to know, the terrible song being sung inside is called uh, is by Bar Wang Cherry, Chin Chin. Oh, that, that's not a good name for a song. It is. Fucking that was my awful. nickname for about a month. <laughs> <laughs> Always will be, Harry. Chin Chin. Uh, yeah, so he throws the cup around, beats out of him where the secret entrance is. Uh, he goes down the hallway. There is a elevator. That I assure you has not a single button. Nope. Uh, the doors open when he gets down there. The doors close and the lift goes down when he goes in there. Which means anyone who wants to go down has to wait for the lift to come back up. So it has the most literal one out, one in policy that anyone could ever have. All you need is lettuce to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's all yeah. in the door. Yeah. Um... And at the same time, we sort of, we flit over to Deegan, who we see his software that he has analysing this ancient vampire text has mm. finally finished translating it. Um, and not only does it translate it, it puts together a nifty little 3D output of the exact temple you need, mm. how many of the current vampire <laughs> pureblood households you need, and also blend. Uh, so get working on that. Hi. <laughs> I might not have been paying attention, but I thought it was a like diagram of some sort of vampire satellites. That's what That's it looked, what it like, looked like. I thought that as well, especially after watching Mission to Mars. It looks like the WSS. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what it's called. It's the VSS. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't know what Mission to Mars is. Hopefully, that's a 
Uh, it's bad. Oh. Don't watch it. <laughs> you know, but I don't know if it was that much worse than this. Evan. What? <laughs> Are we going to fall out? the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, the cop familiar comes to warn Deacon after this program has finished translating the text that Blade has found the base. That, well, that he's shown Blade where this base was. Uh, and he's not too bothered at first, but then he just gets sick of him talking and bites him and throws him in the pool. So he's um, now a vampire. As a familiar, he didn't drain all his blood. He's just been bitten. So he got his wish. We nah, never see him again, him, so right? I assume he was dead. <laughs> If you drown before you become a vampire, do you still live? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Evan, I don't know. Mm. The film does what it wants. It, yeah. <laughs> Depends how much garlic the guy adds. <laughs> uh, oh, and also here, I thought this was a setup for something, but it never really is. Like, Qu- uh, Deegan says to Quinn really ominously, uh, I still need you, Quinn. I definitely want Blade alive. Don't worry about that. But I need you. You are essential to my operation. And he says it again just before Deacon becomes a god, but nothing ever really comes of it. Like he just actually homie, does need Deacon. Yeah. Yeah. So just... say it normally then. Yeah. Say it like you're saying it to a mate. Not <laughs> I like love you're you, bro. Plotting his death. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't kill you when I'm a god. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll all be gods, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> well now we get to one of the more memorable bits of the film because it's yeah. so horrific. Blade and Karen go down into this vampire den and they find Pearl, the record keeper, which is a... Blob. I'll tell you what it looks like. It is a blob, yes. It's Jabba the Hutt who had a baby with Matt Lucas. It looks like an enlarged version of the Absorbaloff from Doctor Who oh for anyone who is God, as nerdy what as me. what a good reference. Is that the one yes. Peter Kay played? Peter Kay, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm such a fucking nerd, I can tell you the name of the episode. It is Love and Monsters. Wow, are we uh, it's a good episode and this is a horrible vampire this is, it is drank it is. so much i think it eats babies yeah I think that's what it, it was this, this thing It's one of the only things that had like a proper like big practical effect on it so massive they built it it was a 700 pound latex skin jesus oh God, that had to be lifted in with a forklift and they had to build the room around the the prosthetic no shit. Was yeah, pre- pretty cool. They put a lot of time into that. Weirdly, not into everything else for Looks quite great. relatively a small scene, and that mm. really shows, like, what they could have done. But they, I don't know. I don't know what the budget was on this. To be fair, I imagine it, it was fairly big because it was New Line. But yeah, it was sort of very. Apart from Batman and Robin and all that kind of stuff, it was early superhero kind of films, yeah. wasn't it? This wasn't funded by Marvel, though. This was... So Marvel was going under at this point, And this was one of the properties that Marvel sold just to stay afloat. It sort of for like... Uh, I couldn't have the exact number, but it was a pitiful amount. I would say around 10 grand. Yeah. They sold the license for this. And this got made. And this is why Marvel stayed afloat and why they could make more. Well, yeah. This is why we got Fantastic Four, X-Men, Exactly. All of that. Part of the trivia that I saw says that uh, the success of the film, especially since it followed Batman and Robin is often considered the beginning of the rise of the superhero genre and why it became like dominant in the mainstream because this is a more accessible sort of half-and-half half action film mm-hmm. that then became very popular. I guess like late 90s, there wasn't that much apart from Batman before that. No, well, we get Spider-Man after this, which yeah. obviously was massive. Mm. Um, 
which, which again Marvel sold off to Sony. Yes, yeah. Um, and then we got Fantastic Four, which was another Fox property. Yeah. And the X Men, which was another Fox property. Obviously, Marvel didn't start making their own films till Iron Man in two thousand eight. Was it not? Uh, Hulk? And then we got a lot of shit. DC. Oh, we also got Hulk. Yeah, I think that was Fox as well because they still own the rights to Hulk solo films. I think Disney has just got that back. Oh, really? So Hulk was allowed to be in things, but not to have a Hulk movie. Um, and then we got like Daredevil and Elektra and all those guys. I liked Daredevil at the time, um, but I bet that's fucking shit as well now. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Never Although seen Ghost it, Rider we got as well. I love the first oh, Ghost Rider. So bad. Never seen though. that. I fucking love it. I love Nick Cage so much. Oh, yeah. Did you see his new film? <clears throat> um, Massive Weight. That was sick. I love that. Oh, that was yes. Really good. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it with Pedro Pascal. Yeah. 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 There's that other one he did, though, the Renfield one with... Oof. Oh, uh, Nicholas Holt. Honey, that's not good. Yes. Nicholas Holt is a brilliant actor, though. He is. Does he not save he it? X-Men as well. I've heard it's bad. I've not seen it. Yeah. Well, I don't want well, to see it. Well, stop giving your opinion on it. Then. <laughs> I didn't give my opinion. I was just telling you I've heard it's bad. That's literally someone else's opinion. Uh, anyway, we've gotten well sidetracked. Pearl is this massive vampire. It eats babies. It's over It can't move from the bed. Um, and it essentially keeps all the records. Uh, it has the vampire text within the building they're mm. in. Um, Blade is trying to get some information out of it, and they're burning it with the massive UV. Uh, Karen has a bloody good old go cooking Pearl for a bit. For a long time, it's good. Uh, uh, do you boys watch it with the subtitles? Yes, I did. There, sorry, yeah. There was a horrible subtitle in this scene. So, um, Karen is burning pearl of delight. The subtitle is flesh bubbles. Oh, oh god, <laughs> visceral. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, it, it's just not a nice scene, is it? It's not. I mean, let's hope the Hippocratic Oath doesn't extend to vampires, because as a doctor, <laughs> that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not great is it it's it's voice is horrible as well mm. the screams are horrible it's not not good to look at it no. works this is it's, a great scene the money is well spent exactly it's such which a is... weird bit it's such a weird bit of the film like i i as i've said i wasn't paying attention so i might have missed the baby eating bit was that mentioned that is... or is that just something you know that might just be something I know. I, yeah, I feel like it was mentioned. I don't think it was mentioned, but I... No, maybe it was. I'm not sure, but yeah. Okay, I've, so I've me that. coming in uninitiated, I'm like, hang on, what the fuck is going on here? Why does this one vampire look like this? Why are they burning it? <laughs> Did it die? No. Very think, slowly. Yeah, they just fucking... It died of infection. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just a lovely torture scene in the Blade film. <laughs> well, it's, I thought this was longer and that Pearl played more of a role because it's so memorable for me. But literally, this is the end now. They go into another room. Yeah. They blow off a door. They find the vampire Bible strung up uh, in like these glass cases. Uh, and then Quinn... De- oh, no, you can do the shop. Quinn shows up. Um, there's like a child vampire. Yeah. Which is like so obviously a vampire Blade. It's... it's- an uncredited actor, but her name is Ebony Adams, and um, she was That's a vampire name. <laughs> she was a national competitor under a grandmaster called Billy Banks, who um, was in Hidden Tiger in '96. Okay. Before that, like part of the Hidden Tiger franchise, 
Wow. So she's like a, a proper martial arts person. They actually had to track her down to do this film because Wesley Snipes was like insistent that it be her, which was quite oh, quite a cool touch, um, I thought. Yeah, that is cool, but that explains why this felt so weird. Yeah. Because there's no reason this girl would be here just milling about in the vampire Bible. And he's like not sure if she's human. Yeah, yeah. Because she's acting like obviously... a, just a little girl and then she starts kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. She takes the shit out of me. Breaking numerous priceless artifacts of what I'm assuming are the original pages of their Bible. <laughs> right, two things here. Number one, can Blade sense if they're vampires or not? He says he can smell yes, them. Yes, he can smell them. So, how does he not know? Well, that's just it. That's why this doesn't make sense, yeah. Because she's uh, acting number two, like a little girl. Yeah, but he can smell her. <laughs> yeah. She's not smelling like a little girl. She's not rolled around in dog like? shit like the witches. <laughs> nice. Good reference. <laughs> uh, number two, you said she was in Crouching Tiger. No, her master was. Do you mean... You said Hidden Tiger. Uh, yeah, yeah Hidden said Tiger. It wrong. Is it Crouching no, Tiger, Hidden, hidden Dragon? Dragon right. is the one that came after that. Oh, I didn't know right. that. Yeah, yeah Hidden Tiger that. was the precursor. I did not know that. I've never oh, seen either of those films. I think either. it was anyway. Seen... It's a martial arts flick from like 96, I want to say. So it's, it, was it predates biggie. this. But he's like a, I think uh, his name's like Tabo or something. The guy who does it. I, I like martial arts flicks, as you can probably tell. <laughs> I've seen Crouching Tiger. I've seen House of Flying Dance. Yeah, yeah. All of that uh, stuff. Great movies. Really cool. All the wire work in that is amazing. But yeah, she's, she's like an understudy for him. Oh shit, I've so, actually seen Kung Fu Hustle. That's sick. Have you, yeah, have you seen I've Kung not Hustle? seen that, no. Oh my god. I've it's actually a, seen that film. It's good. It's a spoof in the very like lightest sense of the word. It is tongue in cheek, but also all the combat is like true to martial arts movies. It's really good. Right. Okay. Well, it's not like epic movie and such. Right. It's not taking the piss in that <laughs> it's way. It's still semi serious. Yes, yeah. everything is still, the, fight scenes like, are, yeah. the production is still the same as it would be for any other movie. It's just the story's a bit like that. funny. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, a comical movie. It's a comic okay, yeah. Like uh, Bulletproof Monk. <laughs> oh, like that, but good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Quinn shows up with all his goons. Uh, there's a bit of shooting. Nobody really seems to get hit by the bullets. Blade kills a few of them. All and the baddies Quinn do. Blade's mowing them down. down. Yeah, but then Quinn gets him, but doesn't do anything. He just punches his armour, like, a hundred times in a row. He punches Blade only in the armour. One headshot Broken at the hands. end. And then... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Has he got two hands at this point? He's got one... Yeah, he's got his hand back. But, what, like, another vampire in the scene picks up the sword, knowing it's going to cut off his hand. I don't hand. think he does. I don't... Because he's laughing. He's like, I've got his pig sticker here and laughing. And then he's fine when his hand is cut he's just laughing still he knows he's he gonna regenerate though i would laugh if, i'll be like ha look at my hand <laughs> well now blade also laughs yeah and they're all like oh hang on what does he find funny uh blade's expecting company baby whistler bursts into the room in a car and then within half a second he is outside of the car and he is shooting at all the vampires in the room a guy who cannot move fast we haven't mentioned he's in a brace yeah. he's an old he's man fucked. and he has cancer yeah. he is as fucked as you can be I but didn't notice the brace about, baby. until like the last 20 minutes of the film <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's proper fucked but he's like mowing motherfuckers down he's like hip yeah. firing with some LMG just like mowing these boys down 
He looks cool as hell. Yeah, it's cool. I love Whistler. Yeah, I do <laughs> too. He's such a nothing sick about character. him makes sense. No, it doesn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, they then they back away into this sort of hallway behind them. They throw a bag back into the room behind them. Obviously, that's filled with explosive. It destroys the vampire Bible uh, and maybe Pearl. I can't remember if it's in the second movie. In, movie Mubius. Uh, movie <laughs> Mubius. <and laughs> Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> yes that was a reference to Jared Leto and also I think Mubius um, when he's put on some weight <laughs> I think someone played Michael Morbius in this movie yes but it was cut I think I, oh was it was it the director I think so yeah yes that's where I saw that then is Morbius um, Marvel oh no oh, yeah, yeah. No, Morbius yes, is Mo- DC no no, no Morbius Marvel. is Marvel but Spider-Man does this. Because it's oh, a Spider-Man right. property. Okay. Yeah. It's easy to get them confused because all those movies are also filmed with a blue shader on. <laughs> so you don't know what's happening. Can I just say that this whole Marvel DC rivalry, everyone you can like both, by the way, everyone. You don't have to or pick a side. <laughs> it'd be cool, like none of them. No, you don't have um, to pick a side. It's fine. I like both. I think they're both shit. Nothing matters. We should all welcome the void. <laughs> uh, they fight a bit in the subway. There's a lot of gunfight. There is a sick scene where Blade holds Quinn's face against the train, yes. which is awesome. But again, does not kill him. Allows him to escape again. This guy has missed the half a job. Yeah. Mm. Well, like I, I, I was trying to work out, why does he not kill him? Why is he always doing half a job? He wants to find his way back to Matey Boy Frost. Yeah, he? I I think he's using him as some sort of like tracker because he always knows he's going to run back to Frost. I, I don't know, but then he set him on fire and said, "Let's try something new." So he's clearly done this in the past several times. Maybe and he came back to the hospital to kill him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Don't you're thinking about it, Evan? You're right. We do not have time to stop and think about things like this. The, there is still quite a bit of the movie left. The CGI where he's got his uh, head up against the train is another bit that still looked quite good. It could have been yeah, a lot worse than the rest of the film. <laughs> but that that looked quite cool. It's like bashing it off of the fucking train cars as they're coming past. The Every, every person in the train carriage was a cardboard cutout, apparently. Were there people on the train? Yeah, I didn't even see them. No, I didn't either. I saw this in <laughs> what a waste of the budget deep dive that I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> to, exactly. To be fair, that's not much of the budget, is it? If and hard, no, but half of the faces was the guy who did the CGI. It was his face. <laughs> well, when, that only when he... makes sense if they were CGI, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Opening up more questions. <laughs> I'm just, but, I'm just telling you, know, you what means... I read. The CGI guy had to CGI <laughs> yeah. the face of the guy who did all the cardboard cutouts onto a person in the movie. Or, <laughs> or there wasn't enough budget for a CGI guy. They just got the cardboard guy to do it. <laughs> cheaper, I would imagine. <laughs> see what you can rustle up. And to be fair, that makes sense from the CGI that we see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just stop motion cardboard cutouts. <laughs> Did you boys see um, whilst Blade and Karen are fighting everyone, Whistler just fucks off. He gets into a, a manhole beneath he the train track. He just dashes. 
Just leave. I, the fact, uh, this man is fine. He doesn't have cancer. His leg is okay. And he's probably, that's a wig. He's not that old. No. He's in that manhole quicker than anyone can even get out of the hallway. And he closes it behind him, leaving like Blade to figure out what he's going to do. And to be fair, he knows awesome. Blade's got this. Yeah. He grabs the back of the train. That's fine. Mm-hmm. They get in the train. and The train which and is now empty. There are no cardboard cutouts. No. Yeah, they've all got off. <laughs> yeah. They're all in the manhole with Whistler. <laughs> um, and this is what this movie suffers with, is little scenes like this, where you go straight from action within the same yeah. like scene to just like a little to quiet nothing. chat. It ruins uh, the momentum massively. Yeah, we don't learn anything in this scene. It's just that... Um, he shoots up his serum in front of Karen, but he doesn't really explain what it is to her in this moment. It's that's it. And then yeah. we're all of a sudden back at headquarters where Whistler's explaining literally why Blade just took the serum, even though that could have been explained in the scene we just saw. Exactly. And yeah. he's saying that so far he's failed to find a cure. But to be fair, he's still a vampire. To be fair, from what I've heard about public transport in America, someone <laughs> shooting up on the underground is not unexpected. No. <laughs> so, so why should question it? Yeah. <laughs> Just avert your gaze like the rest of us. You live in this country, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this is where Whistler tells uh, the story about how his family was killed and explains that um, how he's trying to like stave off his hunger and stuff with this thing, but it's no longer working. And luckily, she's a hematologist. Yeah, and then she, I think, she gets to work then on something, doesn't she? Mm. I wonder what we don't we don't know at that point, but she 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 sort of dashes off to do something. And uh, you think that these scenes are going to end here, but they don't because we roll straight into a scene where Karen walks in on Blade, just sitting in a dark room on a wooden chair, staring Staring at the corner. Yes, yes, staring at the corner. The blinds are closed. There's nothing going on in here. Uh, <laughs> and she's just like, to Blade, maybe you should just forget your past and move on. Maybe this isn't the life for you. Even though he's doing pretty well at it so far. It's Obviously, he's that. like... <laughs> just, you know you know all the reasons why you're upset. Just forget about it, mate. <laughs> Cheer just up. Stop what? being depressed. Well, your mother was killed by a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he takes as well to that as we do, because he's like, no, everything (laughs) I do is moving me to a place where I can forget about the past. I'm not just going to drop it all. I've killed so many people. I'm not just going to stop now. If I do, it's always hypocritical. Like... And if, I'm many things, but I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> Killed all those butchers for nothing. Yeah. It was just a butcher's convention. He takes what she says so well. Um, you don't know me. You don't know anything about me. <laughs> Which I wrote Fair. down because uh, she does know things about him. Chris Christopherson just told her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. But he doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. This is now four separate conversations in a row we've been seeing. We've been shown. Which could have all, like you said, it could have all been compressed into one scene. One scene, yeah. And yeah. it could have gone, like, rather than staggering the action with, like, five minutes of good quality action film and then 20 minutes of inane dialogue, you could have had five minutes of each and made this two-hour film an hour and a half and way more oh, manageable. Oh, it would have been a 
beautiful yeah. hour and a half film. Yeah, it, exactly. Well, yeah. we'll save this. We'll save this. This yeah. is end of movie stuff, and we've got a lot to go. Yeah. So let's move straight into the next scene, which is another conversation scene. No, it's not. Deacon takes Dragonetti, the terrible, terribly named uh, sort of head of all the vampire houses. Very well to the casted beach. vampire. Very well casted, terribly named. Uh, they've taken him to the beach because they're going to make him watch a sunrise. They rip out his fans and hmm? they just... They rip out his frack. <laughs> <laughs> Not my frangs. <laughs> my only frangs. Oh, That's how people know I'm a vampire. <laughs> Frankire. God, now I have to leave this in again. <laughs> They take him to the beach. They rip out his fangs. Frangs. <laughs> and they let him fry. That's why I said frangs. God damn it. Uh, they put on, like, quite a bit after he starts burning. They're all fine. Uh, they put on some motorcycle helmets and that, I assume they're UV protected. Yeah. They, they mm. stop them well, they from put on sunblock fried. as well, don't they? To, like, ward off the early parts of the sun. My question... If that's an option, why not do that all the time? I have well, no idea. It's because the sun's just rising, right? You're only getting right. the beginning of the rays. Well, but later on, very soon, in fact, Deacon meets Blade yep. in the middle of the day. Exactly. In, in the shade. Yet so. The sun is still there. There's still You're UV still around. UV. Yeah. yeah, we're assuming that it's the UV that they're allergic to, not just seeing the sun. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, boys. I assumed that uh, the reason Deacon was all right without his uh, sun visor was because he's not a pure blood, right? He's a. I think the effects are still the same. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're all allergic to sunlight. Uh, I don't know. Whether you're uh, pure... based on what we've seen in this scene. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know enough about the yes. law to, to refute that. Contrary to everything the movie has told us, Harry is right. Uh, yes, it does imply you. that he's fine. <laughs> he's slightly <laughs> less allergic is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do seem to be because a lot of them have their helmets off because he definitely burns quicker than everyone else. Yeah. Uh, and it's not until literally the sun crests that, oh, great, they have crests. Crests. Uh, that's, that they flip down the visors on the helmets. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying I'm right, Evan. I, I think I just said you were right. <laughs> I think I literally it's just said so those rare words. for you to do that. <laughs> Your medal's in the post, Harry. <laughs> yeah, and he, uh, through for another iconic scene, explodes. Yeah, great stuff. They love exploding, great stuff. as opposed to just turning into ash, like most of the victims. Yeah, if you're stabbed, you turn into ash. If light touches you, or later on, as we get this explodey serum. Mm. You, you, you explode, turn into yeah. to goop. Blade now shows Whistler a piece that he's uh, retrieved of the vampire Bible. He managed to steal a bit, and it's mostly burned. And the reason I made note that Deacon, a vampire, and the vampire council, who are older than anyone in this movie, needed software to translate the Bible, is that Whistler can just do it by eye. 
He knows exactly what this piece of paper says exactly. and explains it to Blade. Not exactly. Well, because he knows most of it was gist. burnt away. Yes, because he got like four lines sequentially burned away. So of course he got the gist. <laughs> also, but he, he knew what it said on those lines. Out of all of those pages that were in that archive, he got this bit and got managed to know. Lucky, yeah. But, yeah, yeah he, the he bit with the blood got on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is what's going to happen. Out of the 500 pages in that room, he got the most important Maybe he bit. could smell the important bit. they didn't get the author's page (laughs) Karen also gives Blade uh, at this point a liquid she's put together it's another serum and this is the one that will on contact explode a vampire EDTA Um, it's just for some cool scene later yeah also this is where we learn that Whistler has cancer but he doesn't so don't worry about that (laughs) he's fine um... It is explained that the reason it'll explode a vampire is because it's an anticoagulant. Yes. Hmm. Um, well, no, I'll bring it up when we see a vampire explode or not, but... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna. We're definitely gonna. <laughs> Whistler now tells Karen that her, her disease, she's been bitten, remember, and mm. it's progressed too far. They didn't catch it in time. The cure they gave her just wasn't delivered soon enough and she has another day at most she gets working on a cure or something i don't actually ever remember her finishing it but she does cure herself pretty soon they say it's using gene therapy the same way that they do with um doesn't matter the same way that they do with another disease yeah (laughs) did gene therapy exist in 1998 i thought it was a recent thing do hematologists know how to do gene therapy? Of course they do, Evan. Stop thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we get a nice little face-off that we just referred to in the middle of the day. Deacon has summoned Blade to the park. Oh, he's in the park and Deacon is there. Deacon has a little girl hostage. This one isn't a vampire. Deacon, we assume, is covered head to toe in suntan lotion. Um, because he is just skin out. <laughs> He stood in the shade, he's fine. (laughs) There is a tree, he is in the shade, but he shouldn't be fine. And he's trying to convince Blade that all humans are cattle, you should join my side. But Blade tells Deacon, I I know this truth is a lie, I know about the blood god because of that corner of a piece of paper that we got. Uh, And Blade just tries to kill him, Uh, even though this guy has a hostage, Blade Mm. doesn't really care about... (laughs) Any repercussions at all? Shooting in public, an automatic weapon. What he's got? He's got a a wanted man. Yeah, he's got a Mac 11 on his hip that he just fucking whips out and shoots a burst of rounds at this man. And then you get like almost like in the Matrix in the following year. There's a the like the time stop like time motion stuff that they have in the Matrix. It's almost like bullet time. Bullet time. That's what I mean. It's it's like that, which apparently is. Uh, it was already in writing, but they use this as like a precursor, as like a template to do the Matrix. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah. So basically, um, he shoots him. We get bullet time a year before the Matrix, which I have always heard was like where bullet time originated from. Bullet time in itself fact, is um, a different thing. They they developed like a whole motion capture that's where system they, with it like hands like, cam- around in it. Yeah. Like they developed like an entire fucking program to do bullet time, which seems mental because mm. I could probably do that on my Mac now. But like at the time, that was cutting edge. But this was, yeah, <laughs> this was the precursor to that. 
which is quite interesting. At the time, could you have done bullet time on your Windows 98? At the time, I was six, so... <laughs> uh, probably not, you bitch. <laughs> oh, I just tried to find a game that had a load of bullet time in it, and I John can't Woo. remember that what it was. That was a John Woo game. <gasps> yes, Harry, what was that called? Stranglehold. Oh, thank you so much. That alleviates so much of my... <laughs> Inner turmoil. What a great game that was. But we don't need to dwell on it because there's so much to get through still. <laughs> it's a long old movie, isn't it? It bloody is. Two hours is too long for a Blade movie. Deacon throws the little girl, after being shot at, into a hot dog stand. This is all Blade's fault, by the way, because he's shot for no reason. Didn't even hit the guy. Broad daylight. Uh, the girl crashes through glass. She's probably not okay. She's also now in the road. Blade just about saves her from being hit by the bus, but it is, again, too little, too late. The girl is scarred for life. <laughs> She's cut up real bad. Yeah, yeah. You don't good. see it, but you know she is. <laughs> he he just you... makes rash decisions, and everything head. goes wrong every time, yeah. but he's never held to it, because this is, at its heart, an action movie. There's no, like, No one ever professes that he is a rational yeah. mind. He is a hot-headed <laughs> vampire killer. <laughs> and a tax evader. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is now where Deacon just all of a sudden knows where Blade's base has been this entire time. They said that they've and been looking for it. Sure, but now's a convenient. They time always to find have it. been. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is yeah <laughs> where they all of a sudden they know where it is, and it's only Whistler and Karen there. They laugh when they enter the room to let Whistler and Karen know that they're in the room. <laughs> Bit bait. Who knows My why. note says, yeah. a very vampire laugh is in here. Yeah. One. Two. I'm glad you got that, Johnny. Thanks. Because I did an awful impression of the Count. I don't know how long... I don't know why it took them so long to find the base. Like Blade is always dressed as Blade. Yeah. He always drives that black car always back to this oh, garage. His car. Uh, how is this? How Maybe he goes that? a different way every time. Should we just follow him? <laughs> <laughs> he drives so fast though, Evan. My favourite car to this day is a 68 Charger. And I put that down to this film, seeing it at a very poignant point in my life. I fucking love that car. It's modified anyway, but that car is so fucking sick. It's proper like American muscle, matte black, modified thing. Good lord. I'd rather have that over a Ferrari any fucking day. That is a nice oh, car. 1967 Impala for me. Another oh, okay, muscle okay. car. Yeah, all right. Okay, yeah. I see you. I see you. Too low for our roads though, mate. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. speed bumps would destroy it. That's a pimp car. <laughs> Yeah, boy. I quite like citron cactuses because they're pretty <laughs> on the side. <laughs> citron cactus. I'm not even sure if it's a citron. No, it is with the fucking slip mats on the side of the doors. Yeah, they yeah. look cool, right? They look horrendous, Harry, and I'm fucking not going to talk to you again. Good. Do me a favour, Johnny. <laughs> oh, what blade comes back to base? <laughs> And he finds Whistler half dead. <laughs> to be fair, he's been pretending to be half dead yeah. for this entire movie, so it's finally caught up with him. And even Rick. then, he pulls a fucking sheet off of him. He doesn't say anything until he starts talking out loud and he's like, uh, no, uh, 
<laughs> say it as soon as you yeah. hear footsteps, motherfucker. You know it's Blade. <laughs> yeah, Whistlin tells uh, Blade that Deacon needs Blade's blood to complete the ritual. And for some reason, Deacon came here and explained all of this to, to Whistler so he could pass it on. Um, and, yeah, and so clearly the... The solution for Blade is not to go. If they need his blood, he's not had any problem putting someone else in jeopardy to complete the mission. So he shouldn't care that Karen's been abducted. No. But for some reason, he does go. It's Oh, and Whistler shoots himself. Yeah. Oh, and that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that. But it's fine. He's alive in the next movie. He's been bitten. Yes. So he he shoots himself. Yeah. He was bitten, yeah, yeah. He's... So he shot himself, and Blade's like, no, I, I'm not going to do that. And then he's like, oh, all right then. <laughs> he just gives him a gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Yeah, you, you see yourself off, I'll be over here. <laughs> he's just going to keep on limping if I don't give him <laughs> yeah. the gun. It'll be even worse. It'll take ages to get anywhere. At least he'll be able to walk properly as when he's a vampire. <laughs> do they, I don't think they ever explain how he survives in the next movie. Don't think. Why well, he's a vampire? We do a follow-up episode. We've never done a sequel, and the first sequel is not going to be Blade Two. Oh, that's <laughs> the I've best one. I've never seen Blade Two. It is. Oh, oh Trinity is good. One. Yeah. It is a very good one. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know the vampire in the second one, who's like, he's like a Nosferatu-looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and there's a scene when he comes out of a bloodbath yes. in like a dressing Oof. gown. That's what I look like with my dressing gown on. <laughs> I sent a picture of myself to Joe once who will be on this podcast at some point and he's never let me forget it. I don't know why I sent it to him. I was crucifying myself. (laughs) But luckily you're Jewish, so. (laughs) I've never seen that film, but I can imagine Evan looking like a Nosferatu cunt. Yeah. I'm looking at him right now and yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He struck a pose. I did. Blade watches the videotape that was left next to Whistler, uh, just in case Blade couldn't get enough information from the half-dying man. And Deegan just tells him where they are, because obviously they want him to to come to them because they need his blood. There. And Blade starts making some more of the explodey serum that Karen taught him to make. Karen. Mm. Karen. Karen taught him to make. Oh, this is too much Blade, boys. I'm losing it. <laughs> We're now at the towers where Deacon has just told them to come and he's offering to turn Karen because he finds her a sexy lass and we're going to see why in a bit because he's got someone else who means something to Blade. He's got a bit of a collection going on. And uh, Karen tells Deacon that there's a cure and he can definitely be cured because he's just a lowly converted vampire, not a pure blood. And he's just, you know, saying the same old shit. Humans are a virus. They're fucking, they've got to be exterminated. Yeah. But his main point here is that when they summon the blood god, the blood god is going to turn everyone on Earth into a vampire. Which is strange, since his whole plan was so that humans could be like the cattle for the vampires. So what's their food source going to be? While they get, That is like us turning all animals and all plants <sighs> into humans and then worrying... Wondering what we're gonna put in burgers. What's that fucking? What are you gonna eat? There's a film. It's called like Day, Day. Yes, it's with uh, Ethan Hawke. Yes, that film bangs. That film is so good. It's it's like post vampire outbreak and vampires have already taken it. It's Daybreakers. Uh, Daybreakers. Daybreakers. That's the one. Yes. And they. So the like pure bloods are transforming into bat creatures, and they need to. And they. And there there isn't enough blood 
basically. Yeah. So it's yeah, that that as a concept is fucking cool. That's where vampires have already taken over and now they're struggling to survive because there's not enough humans. You don't mm. I'm surprised that wasn't made into a franchise. That was really that was quite a cool idea. Yeah, it's a good movie. And it would have been the sequel to this if Deacon had of Yeah, won. yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Well, no, because there wouldn't have been any humans, so... There were in that. would have still have blood bank stuff, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that would run out in about five days. Yeah, that's the problem. They were farming them <laughs> in that film. <laughs> Karen in this scene is just goading Frost so hard. She's, yeah, she's, she's, she's got some fucking big old metal swingers on her, I'll give her that. She's, <laughs> she yeah, calls him thought... a sexually transmitted disease, yeah. and he does not like that. But then he, he comes back and says, we're the top of the fucking food chain. I was like, all right, okay, that's a cool line. He is a, he's great for this role. Yeah. He is doing everything you need this character to do. Being an like arrogant, bullshit fucking arsehole. Yeah, but not in an off-putting way. No, it, no. Like, it suits the character Absolutely. really well. Yeah. And this scene is like the pinnacle of that because he truly means that humans are a vermin. The only thing that's the problem here is that his plan doesn't make sense. Yeah. If you turn everyone <laughs> into a vampire, you've got a problem. We'll deal with that later. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, we who never played get to him? that. It's fine. Who plays? I can't remember it's his name. Someone Has that he been I don't... in anything else? I would imagine so as a professional actor, but he's... <laughs> <laughs> Has he been in anything I've seen? Has he been in Probably any of those not. four films? Not if you don't know him. Then. He wasn't in, ba- in Babe, not Blabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blabe would be a good film. Oh, vampire pigs. <laughs> you chest, do but that Blabe. sounds sick. <laughs> that'll do Blabe. <laughs> or that'll do Vig. Maybe that works better. <laughs> No, that doesn't work better. <laughs> oh, well, this is uh, the next action scene in the movie. It's been a long time since the last one. Blade busts into this Blade tower. Blade, that's Blade. what it'd be called. <laughs> Blade busts in on his motorbike into this building. I just want to touch on as well. A motorbike is an insane choice for this man. Yeah. Again, it is broad daylight, and he is wanted by the police. Dressed as himself. And Yes, at least the car covers who you are. <laughs> yeah. That's not his concern. Also, a car would protect you from bullets, yeah. which these vampires definitely Or have. if you're driving through fucking glass walls, maybe a fucking motorbike isn't the best choice. However, that motorbike is fucking cool. So, fair Very play. cool. Yeah, that's why it's in it, yeah. because it looks cool. But immediately he's off the motorbike. Yeah. It was only for the <laughs> yeah. entrance, because now he's shooting and slashing the place up. Also, I fucking found this so funny. Deacon is, like, up in the top of the tower communicating with the familiars who are fighting Blade. They're not even vampires. And he's got this, like, little headset on. And in this moment, he looks nothing like the main antagonist of this movie. He looks like customer support. He looks like (laughs) me right now. (laughs) How can we help you today? Hi, Blood Bank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is also the first time we see Blade stab someone with this serum and their head explodes, and it is a sick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool that he their like whole body swells up, right? Yeah. Yeah, but mostly the head. Yeah. They he like jabs him with this vial of things like a gas injected serum, which is the uh oh, I can't remember what it's the called. The anticoagulant. But... Yeah. 
Yes. And it and it makes them. But they fucking... sort of swell up and look. They look very much like a blood clot. Mm. An anticoagulant stops blood clots. Harry, how much there? do you know about vampires, mate? <laughs> you ever thought uh, of vampires? Less than I know about anticoagulants. So carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're supposed to assume their blood is really thick and dense and it just sits in their veins the entire time. It starts shooting so, round them. Yeah, they've got too much blood. If you anticoagulate it, it, it fills up too much of yeah. their body. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a tomato puree yeah. in there. If you add water, oh, you're going to get a lot more. A lovely pizza base. <laughs> I did think the... Um... I didn't think they were good. The effects in this scene... It's not awesome. It's, yeah. it's the best but, of like, the shit ones in this. They were practical, right? No. They were practical. No, that was CGI. That was definitely. all CGI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. No, like um, the one on the floor looks practical. It looks like um, some sort of plastic... Or rubber body jiggling around. Potentially when oh, they're maybe on, that was, when they're on the floor. The, the, the head expanded. Oh, the was head CGI. was CGI. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Not, this was. I've just realised that it, that would be impossible to do with practical effects, <laughs> and so the argument I was making was insane. <laughs> this was like the beginning. You probably could if you pump up a balloon with blood, uh, but not the face, Harry. No. <laughs> <laughs> this was like the beginnings of CGI, where they were really leaning on it super, super hard. Where it was like, this is the cutting edge. This is yeah, the future of much. cinema. We're going to do everything with this and it's never going to age. <laughs> Boy, were they wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when these two um, goons do explode, as Blade walks away, there's an awful CGI shot of blood splatting up in the air. Yeah. It's too thick. Yeah, way too thick. Uh, it, it's just, it's not droplets, it's one, like, cube of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft blood. Yeah, there's about eight polygons in there. <laughs> Warning for everyone, it's all bad from here on. Yeah, it the gets CGI. They have so run out of money. Yeah, this is the end of it. Uh, but now we get my least favourite scene in the movie. Blade goes to Deacon's bedroom and opens Deacon's... What appears to be some sort of sci-fi bed. He's got but a I'm coffin not question sci-fi that. bed. Yeah, there's not enough time for how that works. But inside Deacon's coffin sci-fi bed is Blade's mum, which is so uncomfortable, Mm. but not as uncomfortable as an upcoming scene. How does Blade recognise his mum if the last time he saw her was as a newborn baby? Uh, Bottom up. He's a vampire. They get different memories. Yeah, okay. That's enough hand-waving for me. I buy that. (laughs) Uh, you know what's worse? Blade's name is Eric. Yeah. That's the most <laughs> yeah. juxtaposed a name could be I can be only from think Blade. of Cartman in South Park. <laughs> his name is Eric. Leric. So now Deacon bursts into the room with all his goons and they just start tasing the shit out of Blade. He goes <laughs> to the fucking ground. There are 12 yeah. people tasing this guy. <laughs> That's going to leave some uh, neurological damage for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, Deacon wastes this now exposition because... Blade is knocked out, and this is when he chooses to tell him, "Oh, I'm the one I bit your the bit your yeah, mum." He's <laughs> yeah. practically and unconscious. To be fair, I thought that was a good twist. 
Yeah. My f- my first time watching it, I thought that was a good twist. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I didn't see that coming. He was they said earlier on that he was he said sorry that he was always looking for the person that killed his mother or bit his mother and then it turns out to be Deacon. That I didn't um, having not watched it in a long time, I didn't remember that and I thought that was quite a nice touch. But yeah. he, here's the audacity to say you're finally reunited with your mother and you act like this. Yeah, maybe if you stop shocking him, it'll be easier for him to be uh, like process his feelings. I'd be pretty unhappy if I was being tasered by like ten dudes. Like, (laughs) well, now they take full advantage of Blade being knocked out because they are transported to the the temple of the Blood God. And initially, I was going to kick up a fuss about like it being coincidental that the temple was luckily built 20 minutes outside of New Orleans. But I think the vampires did build this based on the schematics that the translation software gave them. He said, no, he he said that the other vampires forgot about it. Over my rank was correct. Yeah, so you're very lucky. Also, if these older vampires as part of the heads of the families are immortal, in America... They should remember the building of this fucking temple, <laughs> a very important monument to their fucking history. Well, you've got to assume then that the like, because the a blood god, yeah, it's got to be older than like Christian god. Yeah, it's got to be like yeah. uh, one of the proper pagan original ones. Yeah. So I can imagine it being there beforehand. But then also, why? Because these vampires clearly come from they they seem Eastern European. Yeah, in, Transylvania. Uh, one yeah. of them does. I know they've yeah, got they vampires all... from all over the world in there. They're family. all they're true, all talking true. in Slavic though. The Slavic looking mom was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was very. Cons- I mean, we don't know how long they're in the van, but let's assume it was about twenty minutes. <laughs> it was twenty oh, minutes yeah, outside of New that. Orleans, and there was a hell of a lot of technology in this temple <laughs> yeah. as well. Buttons, yes, I... metal coffins. Uh, well, the sci-fi bed coffin. For one, you can't yeah. tell me that's built but in the time of the Blood God. I, I don't know. We don't <laughs> I, know the I technology would... that vampires have. Yeah, okay, again, fair enough, Johnny, you've convinced me. <laughs> they should be ruling the world with that kind of technology, especially if they had it way before the rest I of us. I think it's convenient it's, it's in the US and not in, like, fucking Transylvania, which yeah, it should be, really. Yeah. <laughs> You don't see him get on a plane and then have to get no. through customs and then <laughs> declare no, all his fucking... literally 20 minutes yeah, later. Yeah, imagine Blade, like, unconscious being dragged through a fucking metal scanner. <laughs> all of his fucking <laughs> knives going off. <laughs> Sorry, your friend can't fly today. <laughs> He's on the no-fly he, list. He shot up a hospital. He can't put his sharp objects in the bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, they, they start prepping Blade for what they need. Uh, mm. And they don't need Karen anymore. So Deacon takes her to, like, these pits below the temple where they've also put one of her former colleagues from the beginning of the movie. Her ex. Down, her ex, yeah. And he isn't a normal vampire. He is, to be fair, much scarier than any other vampire yeah. in this. He's, like, ghoulish. He's a zombie, well, he's, I think they describe him as. He's in the midst of the thirst, isn't it? Is what they call it where they're like turn into they say that they'll eat anything they're fucking animals like curtis is his name and that he's this gnarled like like weird creature in the bottom of the dungeon but 
he was an American man. And am I correct in thinking that he speaks with an English accent? Didn't pay attention. He mate. absolutely oh. fucking does. So- <laughs> this film had gone on too long. I stopped paying attention. Vampirism turns you into an Englishman. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Karen, it's not really phased much by this like thirsty Shock. brutal vampire. Shocker. <laughs> She's not phased by fucking anything, mate. <laughs> she just starts beating the shit out of him with a bone, yeah. and then he he stays on the ground for fucking a bit. Fucking brains him like six escape. times. Yeah. <laughs> and this is now the yeah the most uncomfortable bit of the movie, oh, where Blade God. is is in the room with his mum. And his mum is like, I'm a vampire now. I, you know, I've hunted, I've killed. The vampires are my people. I'm not your mum anymore. And while she's saying this, she's like face to face with him, but like rubbing her nose and chin along his nose and chin. And lips. Not, mm, yep, yeah. They're between those two. <laughs> not before she cuts off his shirt with a fucking knife. What, do yeah. they think his fucking top is booby-trapped? Although that would be fucking <laughs> sick. Like, <Yeah. laughs> they cut it off from the bottom to the top. Just take it off him like a normal t-shirt. That's a normal thing yeah. to do. Oh, God, uh, no, but he's so cuffed in. She can't take it off like a normal top. It, it was... Oh, he is not wearing a long sleeve. The first five oh, wait, minutes of this... that's not how that works. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the first five minutes of this film was super horny until they get to the club. And now it's like super horny for like another 10 minutes where mm. it's basically his mum. I mean, vampires yeah. are pretty fucked up, but do they draw the line at incest? I know they're all obsessed about pure bloods and stuff, but like... That's oh. the most pure blood. Yeah. <laughs> that Whatever of your son. <laughs> I didn't like it. Wretch. I didn't like it. <laughs> um, it's around about now that uh, we see Quinn again, I think. Yes. Oh, it's just after this. Uh, so right. first she she steps on the button and triggers the, the sarcophagus closing, uh, which stabs him up. Uh, but also, <laughs> why isn't Deacon watching this? Like, him being in the sarcophagus is essential to his plan. Yeah. And he's left his main enemy in the room with his mum, assuming it's all going to go... It does all go his way, but only because we are so close to the end of the movie. We are an hour and 50 in. This, this... needs to end. So, of course, it's going to work out. Yeah. But why isn't he here? Why is he just stood downstairs with his mate? This sarcophagus, uh, it's, it's worth saying, is like a, it's two slabs of stone or metal or something. Oh, it's metal with, for sure. Uh, a human outline within it. Or vamp, perfectly shaped four four blade. blade. Yeah. Imagine if he was like perfectly. five foot two, and it just shut on his head. <laughs> oh, that is a better movie. Yeah. If it was a short guy, but a short kid, looks... killing vampires. <laughs> but it, it's like a wacky races cutout, yes, like yeah. closing yeah, like on he's... him. I <laughs> just yeah. run through the wall. Yeah. It's like Wiley Coyote has run into the. Yeah. I just love the idea of his shoulders and head being crushed by a, a thing, that, or him being lifted into the form, so that his feet aren't quite touching the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, luckily it's the perfect shape, yeah. but also it's filled with spikes. Yeah. So not so lucky for Blade because they need his blood. And then now it's here where we cut downstairs where all the pure bloods are being lined up into their positions. Luckily, all the right pure bloods are still alive from fucking 5,000 years ago whenever this fucking temple was built and there's all a spot for each They also fucking kill one. 
Yeah, the blonde vampire who's like one of the goons. Uh, unnamed, of but her name Kill is Mercury. Haven't right? named her yet. She's <laughs> called Mercury. I only know that from trivia. But she she stabs this motherfucker and then volleys him across the fucking room. And when he turns into dust, and then Blade Sword is like stuck in the fucking rock. Now they don't have enough people to complete the ritual. But yet, uh, well, we power on. Hold on to that thought, Johnny, because in about two minutes, we'll find out if they do or not. <laughs> and did you say Quinn turned up around now, Harry? Yeah. I, don't, I remember a bit of him, but he's kind of useless. It's the bit with the sword. The well, yeah, I, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but uh, Quinn is here now. He's dressed like Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit. <laughs> he did it all for the nookie. <laughs> but like his character's completely changed now. He like, now before he was like quite an angry dude. boy. Yeah. And now he's just like it's like he's really fucking pissed. He's just like here for a good time. He's like laughing and stuff. Right, it's 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 a big deal for them. He's probably had a few drinks on the way there, twenty minutes down the road. It's not too far. <laughs> he's had a few road beers. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> let's get fucking crazy. Let's make a blood god. Come on. <laughs> yeah, this is but, where Deegan promised him he would be a god as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah okay, Although but, um, how is that gonna happen when the ritual only works for one person? Mm. We don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, um, my lovely girlfriend Leash on her trivia hunt found out that there were extensive reshoots. So I'm wondering, was this always his character and they just reshot the other bits? The original film was two and a half hours oh. long. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. And they reshot long. stuff. You need to cut stuff. Cut stuff. No. They they did reshoots, they cut it down. Yeah, they didn't cut enough. Yeah, test no. audiences reacted really badly to the original cut, so they had to cut out another fucking half an hour's worth of what I'm assuming is inane dialogue flitting between scenes. <laughs> Look, I don't know if there's any Quinn stands out there, but he didn't need to be in this movie. He didn't add much, and he filled up he a did. lot of He did, he did at the beginning. He was the reason. He was Blade was tracking. Off. That's a brilliant character. Blade was tracking have... him to get to uh, to Frost. So just have it be Deacon, and he escapes yeah. instead. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so he's immediately... I mean, you would automatically track Deacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like he's not fucking in plain view. He's walking through fucking Chinatown with sunblock he on. He was in that club at the beginning. Yeah. He was there. He is one of the first characters we see. He was behind Bad Boy Bill. <laughs> he is Bad Boy Bill. Yeah. Dad Doy Deacon. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, so yeah, all the pure bloods are lined up. Uh, you know, the ritual is very much beginning now. Blade's blood is being pushed through a temple uh, down onto like the 12 slots mm. above the, the pure bloods. It's dripping onto them. Uh, at the same time, Karen is releasing Blade. But he's too weak. He's lost, you know, most of his yeah. blood. It's, Hopefully it's all not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, that she looked allows... like six pints of blood. It's, it, it is more than six pints is... filling what? that temple, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he's got it, nice thick was, blood. <laughs> that scene was quite cool, though, where it was all, like, running across, like, curved edges into different yeah, tracks and stuff. I thought that was that was quite a nice... I mean, it was a bit long it didn't need to be it could have literally just have been fucking 12 pipes and then one little pipe onto deacon's head but i, I don't know i thought that was quite an, a nice 
like uh, plot uh, mechanism for it to like drag out, and it this whole bit now. Oh, although yeah, the, there needs to be a reason. The why last he can hour escape. has been very slow, and it's been interjected by lots of bullshit. Oh, chat. But this yeah. bit, it's they're really ramping up with the score and with everything. They're really ramping up like the energy for this fight scene at the end, and I think they do this really well. They're just building momentum very slowly at first and then it gets faster and faster and then it turns into this this culmination at the end. I think it's good. And it's about to kick off, baby, because Blade allows... Uh, no, Vanessa allows Blade to, to drink from her. He takes Vanessa? a little bit too much. Who the fuck is oh, Vanessa? Sorry. That's uh, Blade's yeah. mum. My apologies. Uh, Karen allows Blade to drink from her. Uh, he takes a little bit too much because she's a bit woozy going down the stairs yeah. in the minute. Uh, he definitely takes more than he loses. This um, is such a sexually charged scene. Yeah, right? she keeps saying, "Don't stop, don't yeah, stop, she's like, oh. don't stop." No, she's oh, no the 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 uh, subtitles are saying, "Don't stop." I thought yeah. she was saying "stop" before, but she's saying, "Don't stop." And Blaze is doing like a humping yes. motion as he does yeah. it. Yeah. It, yeah it's... And like growling and stuff. It's it's yeah. super sexually charged. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like biting <laughs> on her neck. Like I say, yeah. it gets horny now. <laughs> yeah. yes. So it's time the blood's dripping down. He's finally uh, getting his energy back, and just as he does, uh, lightning strikes the top of the temple. It goes through the sarcophagus, which he's just exited, and it hits all of the pure bloods downstairs and like preps them for the ritual that's about to take place. Oof. And. Uh, they they start turning into skeleton bats, which then fly into Deacon, which no. I imagine was word for word verbatim of the script. <laughs> Harry, that is what happens. No, bat skeletons climb out yeah. of their mouths, Evan. <laughs> I thought that was a nice touch. They could have easily have just made them like fly out of their like whole bodies. Them like climbing, although they did use exactly the same animation for every single person. <laughs> We are out of money by this. We know we're out of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't <laughs> imagine what that extra half an hour looks like <laughs> if we're out of they money. They used it now. all up on cardboard cutouts. <laughs> 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 but that, that like climbing out of the mouth and then like the wings spread, although it is fucking rough and the CGI is bad, like so bad. I thought that was quite a nice, a nice idea, but. I'm sorry, boys. You, you I think it was fucking stupid. A <laughs> skeleton climbing out of a skeleton. Oh, Where was that their extra souls? skeleton? Is their souls leaving? Why does the soul have a skeleton? Evan, have you what? ever seen a human soul, let alone a vampire's? True. Yeah. True. Okay, you're right. It is the bat soul inside a vampire. My bad, guys. I'm going to keep using that. This scene did make me laugh as well. It reminded me of a Simpsons quote where... um. Oh, fucking hell, you're going to have to cut this, Evan. <laughs> Where Dr. Nick says, I think you've got bonus eruptus. It's a terrible condition where the skeleton tries to leave your body. <laughs> and that made me laugh. <laughs> Harry, you're lucky that everybody loves The Simpsons. And every podcast I listen to always quotes The Simpsons. So although I do not favour it, I will leave it in for you and for them. Nearly as much quoted as always Please sunny don't. on this. <laughs> well blade does a sick fucking front oh, flip into the temple yes. he dives about 60 feet to the bottom of this stone temple and 
just lets lets himself be known to everyone. You know, he he, starts... he does that fucking famous blade landing with one leg out with the fucking oh, sword. The three point land. Yeah, he does that. But as he jumps, he like puts his like body armor on. He jumps with it all unbuckled, and when he lands, it's fully buckled up and zipped up and clasped. Makes it an even more impressive jump, in my opinion. <laughs> it's not a continuity error. No, no, no. <laughs> what it is, just... is dexterous skills mid-flight. He does like an Assassin's Creed jump off the top floor. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit of admin on yeah, the way yeah. down. <laughs> Don't worry about this. Zip, click, 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 click. <laughs> Zip admin. And it's a great fucking little shot now, because Quinn wants some of them immediately. He's got a tiny enough. You know it's not going to go well for him. But Blade pulls out a steel wire. It's like a piano yeah, wire. Son. And just flips around and cuts Quinn's head off straight away. Which he should have done fucking yeah. ages ago. But he's doing it now. And then he murks several other vampires in the room. Yes. It is very good. And this is like you were saying when we were off air for a second there, Johnny. He rips out a vampire's throat. Throws it in the face of another vampire. Kicks him to the side. It's, it's- all good stuff this is a great great sequence as, as much as this film has problems all of the fight scenes are so Super. perfect they're so fucking good i think like we said before wesley snipes having like a pretty extensive background in martial arts helped massively otherwise it would have been really clunky um like stunt doubles doing it and you would have never seen it and you always kind of know that it's not them doing it but it's obviously oh, yeah, him sure. doing this stuff it really adds to the film there's only one janky bit here and that's where him and another vampire kick around each other for a few minutes <laughs> but i it is no worse than the scene in star wars revenge of the sith where obi-wan and anakin do the same yeah, thing with lightsabers so i, I counted it. it do you want to know how many missed kicks there were in that scene I love shit like this. Please tell me. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many kicks. <laughs> You're a fifth down martial artist, man. You're a fucking karate black belt. You should be able to kick a man in the head. <laughs> I love it. Well, now we're heading straight into the... Well, he dispatches for... He dispatches with all those other vampires. And this is the main fight now. Mm. It's Deacon, who is now the blood god. He's absorbed the souls of those other vampires... He's got red eyes, mm. so you know he's changed in some way. Although, he's got like a smear of blood down one side of his face. He does. Now, it looks very cool. Does him being a blood god make him still him, or has he been possessed by a blood god? Well, I'm not sure because somebody calls his name. Oh, it's that uh, blonde vampire, Mercury. Mm. And I think he says, it's not me. It's not, no, I'm not him anymore. Yeah. Something like that. But. It, like, it seems like there was a cut after that, and whatever scene was supposed to interject that and the fight scene was removed. So what's in it for Deacon at this point? I think he uh, wasn't the supposed The vampire to race. What, uh, this movie originally had a very different ending. Oh, okay. I don't think this blood tornado was ever in it. They added it because it wasn't, like, enough of a big ending. Right, okay. So I think it would have been him possessed and... You know, it would have been this double-edged sword where, yes, he got the powers, but it's not him anymore. But because this movie absolutely fucking needs to end, yeah. it's going to end now. <laughs> so him and Blade oh, start to fucking fight it out. Somehow Deacon's got a sword. I don't know if that is 
part of the Blood God deal, but he has a katana too. I don't know where it's And we assume that from. Deacon can also sword fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he can. The Blood God the can, Black at God. least. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, of course. Of course the Blood God can. Blood God can. Swinging at each other. It's all very cool. They're kicking, they're punching. It's awesome the, stuff to see, and I cannot fault There is an it. awful lot of sparks between those swords, which makes me think that um, one of them is made of flint. <laughs> I can fault this scene, Evan. The blood god's blood smear down his face keeps swapping sides. Does it? Yeah. Did you not notice this? No, no. I didn't. Mate, I, I was this. so ready for this to be over. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I didn't pause this film once and I was like, look, it's just swapped again. I don't know how you did that. I had. I stopped after an hour. I was like, that is enough for me. I need to do this another day. <laughs> too long. This, don't too make much two hour films. On. Yeah. It's those I say this scenes. as someone who's watched Oppenheimer this week. <laughs> <laughs> this film was too long. Yeah, absolutely it was. Uh, and we're almost at the end, boys. We're almost there. So they, they fight it out. Blade, uh, earlier on, Deacon had like gotten rid of the serum that Blade had, which is actually the Explody serum. Blade uses his sword to dislodge it from some rocks. And then he just starts ninja starring it at Deacon. I love it. He doesn't even bother trying to... <laughs> Dodge them because he thinks it's actually just like the thirst serum rather than the explodey serum, and this guy just fucking explodes. The way that he jumps yeah. towards Blade is like Mac in the Nightman Cometh, where he like cat jumps towards him, yeah. like hands yes. and feet both in the air, and he's just fucking yazzing them at him. The first one hits him, he's like, nah, nothing, nothing. Don't worry about it. He's like staggers a little bit, and then he, he jumps at him. He's like, pia 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 pia. And then he lands, and he's all, like, fucking stumbly or whatever. And then Blade just picks up the last one and fucking roundhouses it right into his forehead. I was like, oh, oh my God. So good. So that, sick. That was a nice addition, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say that um, the fact he doesn't know that it's not the serum, it's the anticoagulant, would suggest, going back to your question earlier, it's still Deacon, right? Well, or the Blood God wouldn't know anyway. So. It's yeah, not the, the Blood, blood God. God. This it's is a new God. development. So the Blood God <laughs> wouldn't know anyway, unless he's om- omnipotent. Yeah, he's been out of action <laughs> yeah, must for be. 3,000 years. No, he just can. He just does blood. Yeah. He, he's yeah. Not, yeah, he's just, his realm is blood. Oh. Unless blood can see it, he can't see it. Oh, that's type A. Blood must have ears, though. Oh, blood negative. Must have heard what was going on. Blood must There's have ears. There's blood in that the serum, Evan. There's blood in that serum. Episodes. Blood must have ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, we get the best line in the movie here, which Johnny has referenced a few times throughout. Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. What does that mean? It <laughs> means nothing. It just sounds kind of like a cool thing to I'll say. I'll tell you what that means, what? Evan. Yeah. It's while it discussing the character of Deacon Frost, Wesley Snipes described him as the kind of guy who would ice skate uphill, and the directors loved it so much that they worked it into the film. It doesn't matter that it means nothing. They just liked the phrase, and they interjected it. That sounds like someone who's always trying to do the hard way of doing like yeah they're always like yes, yeah yeah of course i get that's the context of the quote if anything deacon was trying to do it the easy way by rather than becoming yeah, a god by becoming a god <laughs> <laughs> i don't know is is killing blade the one person who's killing every vampire in this city the easy way well blade is the uphill um 
And I think killing him and ice skating. No, 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 no. Uh, we're assuming that becoming a god was the ice skating. Well, it's not. You know, becoming the god was probably just trying to walk or drive up the hill. <laughs> yeah. But uh, with snow chains, to obviously. Maybe lie down and roll up yeah. the hill would have been. <laughs> I, I, I've become so lost. I don't know what this line means. <laughs> Evan, I'm so mixed in these Evan, metaphors. Sometimes motherfuckers <laughs> always try to ice skate uphill. I think I'm trying to ice skate uphill right now. You are a bit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this whole episode has been. Oh, ice lord. Oh my god. Boys, well, he's dead. Uh, he explodes. Blade and Karen go home. Karen is now out of this movie because the only scene we get now is we're just in Russia. Yeah. Uh, and Blade is there and he kills a vampire. Which I, I also questioned this at the end of the film as to why that's there. But earlier on in the film, they talk about how he moves from city to city where he needs to be. So I think this yeah, is sure. just him continuing his mission and trying to rid the vampires of of the fucking earth. Like he's just trying to get rid of them. So it's just showing him carrying on what he was doing. He's not been like killed or put off by what he's done or seen or fucking killing his mum, <laughs> which we glazed over. But he murdered his own He murdered his own mother. <laughs> His mum trying to kiss him yeah. overshadowed that yeah. so much. Just stabbed her with a human bone. <laughs> like four <Yeah>. times. <laughs> but she's dead wow. now. But like, yeah, I think I, it confused me at first and I thought about it. I was like, it's just showing that it's the continuation of his mission, quote unquote. Yeah. Mm. Well, it continues for him, but thankfully not for us. And we reach God's... <laughs> I guess the important question of this podcast, and Johnny, since you recommended this movie, we will ask you first, Johnny. So you think that was good, do you? Right. <clears throat> okay, so I did oh, like it. Oh no. <laughs> I did like it. It definitely had a lot of problems, mainly the CGI and like the pacing of it was very, very weird. The CGI, it was 98, but saying that The Matrix came the year after, so I don't know. You. They put a lot of money into that, so it's a, that's a different fucking animal. But um, I didn't think the budget Chris Pine was that good, but that could have just been the script. It's written. Oh. I thought who who was what who was meant to be, but I don't think he played. It funnily enough, Mark Wahlberg was also meant to be his character, which I thought would have been fucking terrible. But I don't know. It was a bit cheesy, but that's what these films are kind of all meant to be. The comics were kind of written like that as well so I think they're kind of like I said earlier staying true to the source material it's all those sort of one-liners where it's like oh I am the fucking I'm the dangerous most dangerous thing out here or whatever he fucking says earlier Wesley Snipes was perfectly fucking written into this he was very 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 good the pacing like I said was very weird it came out of the gate so fucking hot and I was loving it and then there was just like a, big old long not even probably like an hour of yeah scenes that could have been compressed into half an hour at the very most and if they'd shortened it that much i wouldn't have had to watch this in two fucking goes cuz <laughs> it didn't need to be that long it, it the story doesn't need it's a man fighting vampires finds a vampire they have a plot 
he stops the plot the end like it doesn't need all that middle bit we don't need all of that lore but i don't know it if they reduced it more it would have been really good overall i think i liked it there were some really cool concepts and as a jumping off point for the the trilogy it was brilliant and like i said it it pushed on all of the superhero franchises we know now which as much as i hate it currently it was like important to our fucking childhoods i'm sure like we wouldn't have got a lot of the films that we love now so yeah it was good i liked it but there was definitely a lot of fucking problems with it all right um it was fine it it was above average um, first time watching it mate yeah so your view here is important <laughs> it, if i Not wasn't expecting wasn't much to be honest but i yeah it was i kind of liked it it was above average i don't really see what you're saying johnny about the pacing issues i well at least i didn't like consciously pick up on that you don't think it could have been condensed in the middle at all and got rid of all of like the the chatter and like weird scenes where it was jumping between two people and for things that could have just been one independent scene and then another independent scene rather than five independent like five little scenes of the same thing i can actually measure that for you because this movie although just been two hours long it's not a movie i haven't done before had more plot points than any other movie we've done because there's just so many little scenes that didn't need to be in there that's why that fucking spreadsheet was so full of scenes that are so close together, but something kind of different was happening in each one, but not anything notable. But I had to put it in there just in case you had a note about, like, the single line that was in that scene. <laughs> what scene? Any of them. The whole middle hour of the movie. <laughs> I mean, I no, I quite enjoyed it. I, I didn't pick up on that. I was super tired last night when I watched it, so maybe I fell asleep during those scenes. Who knows? <laughs> um, I did think you boys have been like bigging up the action scenes. They were very well choreographed, but like certain bits of them stuck out to me as being a bit shit. Like, um, well, the one I can think of in the final fight scene when he's fighting the goons, he crushes someone's head into a wall. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He just very lightly pushes it. <laughs> and I mean, I like, yeah. it's still a person, so <laughs> we can't actually crush. But his no, head. there was like no camera shake or sound effect or anything. He just went. Urgh. This was still pretty early doors of all of that kind of stuff, though. This was sort of the inception of this kind of film, like the gratuitous superhero violent film that hadn't really been there was martial arts films before this for sure that did mm. this kind of thing but that was all very focused on martial arts and this was like the the bridge to what we have now i think well i don't really like superhero movies now <laughs> well no i i did like it though that's the thing um another thing in my notes is there were too many sound effects in the fight scenes despite what i've just said <laughs> um, but I every time he really punched someone it was the same effect <laughs> And I flip-flopped between loving it, like, ah, this is a funny bit they're doing, and fucking hell, this has gone on a bit long, and it find another effect, mate. Yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. But, um, no, overall, I quite enjoyed it. It's above average. Yeah. 
Is that the answer you're looking for, Evan? I guess so. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> the shorter, the better at this point. Um, I, uh, I'm, in, I'm in a middle ground between you both. This isn't as good as I remember, but none of them ever no. are. Like when you watch it as a kid, of course, and it's going to be better. Uh, the uh, fucking is a good hour that could have been cut out of this movie. That is absolutely right. A one uh, hour uh, film? Where it could have been at least an hour and a half. Yeah, no. If it was going to be tight and perfect, it would have been an hour and they could have shot some better stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, and although I really like Whistler, he didn't need to be in this movie. He contributed nothing other than exposition yeah. uh, and saving yeah, them fair. at one point, but he didn't need to be there. And that's a shame because I think Chris Christopherson is mm. great in the role. It's just they didn't write a good enough part for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Snipes, yeah, he's cool. He's great. Uh, but he clearly loves being this action star. And that's all he kind of was in this. There was no depth beyond Blade being someone who kills But that's all he needs this. to be in this. Yeah, sure. that's all his character is. And you're right. But this could have been a 30-minute episode of something, if that's the case. If you're going to make a feature-length movie, yeah. a character needs more than just killing things. Yeah, there was no depth uh, to it behind that, I suppose. Not at all. Uh, I didn't even really need Karen, uh, but we nah. needed someone in the movie to be saved and to, to help them. But they already had someone in the movie who was helping them, who was the guy in the herbalist store. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure why they included that when there was also her. They just fired him for her, so that guy's out of the job He now. just loves garlic, mate. Uh, but yeah, Don't we I enjoyed all? this. Uh, this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It just could have been shorter. Yeah. Just could have been so much shorter. I enjoyed all the performances. Let's end this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even tired of myself talking. This episode has gone on too long. We're at two We're and a half all hours. Skating now. uphill here. Yes, we are. Um, and so one thing boys, I forgot to say. Please. <laughs> just to extend it a bit more, uh, we've gone over how uh, half an hour was already cut out of this film. Yeah. Uh, Lee, my lovely girlfriend, Leash. Fact number three from her. Stan Lee originally had a cameo in this. Yes, he did. That was cut out. Yeah, at uh, the beginning. That's all I know. No, it's at the beginning. <laughs> he was one of the policemen that walks into the, the blood rave. And they cut it out for time, ironically. <laughs> As I will with this. <laughs> you boys... So much for joining me, and thank you all for listening. Please leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on right now, and follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. Join us again next week for Eight-Legged Freaks, when hopefully it won't be as long. Goodbye. Boy. See ya.